Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome to For Friends and Family Podcast. It's Tuesday, May 19th. It's 3.09 p.m. in the afternoon here in Mammoth Lakes, California, just five hours north of Los Angeles. There are 4,876,000 people that have been or are total confirmed cases. Um, and sadly, 321,000 people have lost their lives to COVID. Uh, but on the positive side, as I always say, 1,672,000 people have recovered. On the line with me um, is Eric Reidenauer, and he is located in Peru. Um, and uh, we talked a few weeks ago, and I thought I would do an update. Welcome, Eric. Hello, Gavin. How are you? Now, uh, I just want to start right off with this because this was pretty insane. You just sent me a clip, a 13-second clip of a giant truck driving down um, like what looks between apartment buildings or, or a road, as you yeah, would okay. imagine in South in South America, with a giant thing on the back and 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 you know mist flying all over the place. Um, can you ex- explain what's going on? Are they fumigating? What is that? Basically, yeah, uh, it's a truck that they have with a. Uh, it's essentially a Remy Halo type of UV light, mm-hmm. and Remy Halo is like I don't know what that one is, but I'm familiar with the Remy Halo because I've I've used them before. They're the the things they use in desert. They used in uh, the Iraq War. Yeah, and, and their air conditioning and stuff. I got to filter out uh, uh, virus attacks. What what's all the mist stuff like? It look is that bleach or that something? That is bleach. Oh my god! Right, so, so, so they, you can't go. How like can you go out after that goes by? Do you oh have to yeah, wait? it's fine right now. It, it it takes you know thirty seconds. You know, and they they come by with one truck and says we're coming by. Get out of the way. You know. <laughs> oh wow! You know, like if you're right outside, you go inside. If you're on the on the sidewalk, you cross the street. You know, and you're you're fine right across the street. They do one side, then they turn around and do the other. But breathing in bleach? Well, it only goes you know twenty feet or so. So if you cross the street, you're you're pretty much okay. But that video I saw, like there was a lot, a lot of like there was a lot of mist around the truck. I mean, it wasn't it was you know. Yeah, but that that was it. Like you know, there was the 13 second clip. Right after that, it all dissipated. Oh, I see. Okay. Like there's people outside, right? And there's a dog. I'm looking at a dog right now, like walking around, you know, and, and the dog, somebody heading to the store, you know, hasn't, hasn't killed over. There's 99,000 um, cases in almost a hundred thousand in Peru, but yes. you've got a big problem. Let's talk about Peru first because Brazil beside you is a nightmare apparently, but yes. I want to talk about that in a second. Cause, um, but, uh, so, so what's happening in Peru on the ground? Are people wearing masks? Are you guys allowed out? What's happened? It's mandatory masks. Um, we are allowed out um, from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. After that, it's curfew, mandatory curfew. You can't go out for any reason. Um, there is food delivery allowed, but restaurants, uh, every, all, everything non-essential is closed. And when are you opening up? Uh, supposedly Monday. Oh, and, and, and on Monday, what will happen? It's it's the same type of thing as everywhere else. It's a phased in thing where um, they will there will be the uh, you can you can order stuff online or by phone, then go pick them up from most shops. Uh-huh. Uh, like I can go get electronics again finally, okay. stuff like that. Um, restaurants I can go pick up food, and right now it's only delivery from pre from prior approved from approved businesses. And how do they approve and, a business? 
they they the employees have to all be tested they inspect the place make sure it's clean you know and that you know you're you're on the up and up basically and, and then when when the uh, when the restaurant opens again how many people are they going to be allowed in because we've heard like from all over the world you're an american living in peru but you know uh all over the world we're seeing that you know some places are allowing 10 people to come into a restaurant other people are allowing you know 50 percent of the occupancy so how are I they going to open up there don't know um but i believe how they're like they're not going to be letting people in next week they're going to be allowing people to go pick up like Okay. Across the street, that video you saw, the other side was a was a chicken restaurant. Yeah. They just got their their first uh, food and drink delivery, sodas, stuff like that, just showed up today. So they're planning on reopening on Monday. They're they're stocking up already. Mm-hmm. Um. And but you can't go and dine in. But I can order food and go pick it up. When do you think you'll be able to dine in in Peru? I don't know. Um. They 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 have it as a phased thing, but they they keep pushing it back until we see a flatten. And this uh, 100,000 hasn't, it was at like 94, 95,000 two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that's, basically, that's, that's flat. not a lot of growth then. If it's, it's basically flat. So that's why I guess yeah, they're allowing you to open up. It, it skyrocketed from like 10,000 to 95,000 in like a month because they tested everybody. Oh, okay. Now, do you have any apps down there? Is there anything that you're going to be doing from the government tracking you or uh, you have to download an app like they had to do in Australia and they're starting to do it? No, in, in, in um, I, I don't think that, the, honestly, I don't think they have the infrastructure to be able to do something. Well, I shouldn't say that because they keep doing stuff that I don't think that they have the infrastructure to do. So, But they're not talking about that. Um, they're, you know, they're, they're doing the same thing like they're doing in the United States now. Uh, if you want like supermarkets, you know, they, you know, you got to do the hand sanitizer when you walk in and the temperature mm-hmm. check and, and that's about it. Um, so they're probably going to do something similar and they have a one meter, which is, you know, three feet basically for Americans, uh, distance. I, actually, I think it's four feet, but you care. Oh yeah. Like 3.8 or something. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> There's a one meter distance. Um, I'm still American. <laughs> I'm Canadian, so we grew up with meters. So I'm. I'm yeah. <laughs> I think we're both wrong, quite frankly. It's 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 like three foot eight inches, something like that, to yeah. be exact. I don't know exact, but whatever. Yeah. Um. So you're allowed to be so, a meter. You're allowed to be a meter apart now. You kind of are now because I see people breaking that rule, and they're not real. I mean, it's technically it's it's against the rules, but not against the law. Mm-hmm. Like I, I saw 20 people right outside. Like there, there's some people starting to protest here, just like in the United States. So it was like oh, really? 20 people two weeks ago right in front of city hall. Okay. And you know, the police were there. They were just letting people do their thing. Uh, they're, they're like not arresting you, but you're not really, so you're supposed to be a, you know, a meter apart, but they're not going to like arrest you or ticket you or anything. They just let everybody do their thing, you know? Yeah, the last time we talked to you, you talked about, you know, when you'd walk to the store to pick some stuff up, that people were being frog marched into police vans and stuff like that. Uh, that was like the first week because people were like, ah, screw you. I'm going to do whatever I want. And so they, they put up this massive enforcement for like a week. Yeah. And, and now and then for like a, the next month until about like two weeks ago, nobody was really doing anything anymore. Okay. And now the past two weeks. Like there's like uh, on the other side of my house, which I think I told you, there's a um, a, a park in front of the beach. Yeah. I was just uh, looking out the window 
30 minutes ago and there's like 10 people like there's a guy playing with his two kids out there there's two other couples hanging out on the beach okay and the police aren't doing anything okay they're so they're just driving right past them kind of let them do as long as they're not you know they're they're breaking the rules but they're you know next week things are going to open up so they're like yeah whatever you're you're fine yeah, you, you know, can, you can deal with it. Now, let's talk a little bit. Um, let's change gears a, a, a little bit. Oh, just before we go to Brazil, let's talk a little bit about uh, do you know anyone with COVID and how's your family doing? Is everything OK? Uh, I think we might have gotten a mild case a couple weeks ago. Like, as you've heard, I still have a bit of a, a, a you know, my my throat's still kind of raspy, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we all were laid out for like three days with mm-hmm. some kind of sort of symptoms. We weren't tested. I'm not going to say I had it because I don't know. Okay. Well, let's, um, well, let's talk about Brazil because Brazil, I mean, they have got, you know, 262,000 cases, which isn't, it's only like 162,000 more than you guys. But Brazil seems to be in the media just getting lambasted because the president was, you know, riding around on a jet ski and wouldn't self-isolate and all sorts of stuff. So what's it like living beside, you know, such a big country because it has a huge population and um, that they aren't taking it that seriously? it doesn't really affect us because you can't get here from Brazil. Okay. Um, there's, you know, the Amazon forest in between. So even if, if you were like massively financed and had like loggers cutting a road for you, as you drove over here, it'd still take you a month. Okay. And you can't fly in. But, um, so nobody cares really because it's, it's, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible to get here. Through yeah. any way, you know, unless you walked and, you know, you're going to die in Amazon if you did that. So, um, but it is, I see it a little bit on the news. Um, I see more talking about the United States mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, for, cause it's the United States because not because of the cases, but because, you know, mm-hmm. the United States rules the world. So whatever they do is important period, you know? Yeah. I've, I've been on a couple other podcasts. I keep asking people, why does anybody care what the U S thinks We're you know, we're not the biggest population that's India and, and, and China. Um, and yet it's, you know, I guess, you know, that everyone's saying lack of leadership from the United States. I just, I'm just wondering why everyone is so infatuated by this company. That's not so much the case. Um, but the, the major thing is here is, I don't know this for a fact, but I'd be willing to bet the USA is the one, number one travel destination from Peru. Yeah. So that's important. You know, uh, when can we go back? Because they're talking about like how Canada's doing. They're, Peru's talking about saying you can't travel to the USA for the remainder of the year. What? It hasn't been decided, but they're like, you know, we're they're, they're batting that idea around. So can I can I come to Peru or no. you can't leave? But so no one in, no one out. No one in, no one out. What about um, Ecuador? Except, like Ecuador is just above you in Colombia, so they can't even Bolivia. They can't come across either. Borders are closed. The the border with Ecuador, um, you would have a real hard time crossing it without like some commercial resources behind you. So yeah. if you can't take a big, I mean, I'm sure there's like fishing boats you can get across, but nobody's going to really paying attention to that. Like you, you mm-hmm. can't get across in numbers enough to matter. Yeah. So. Um, but you know the borders are are closed. How is the equal... how, how's the government doing? They're doing fine. They've issued uh their their they've issued their third uh, payout actually to people. Mm-hmm. They did uh, uh three hundred and eighty, which you know three hundred. I'll call it dollars because you know it gets you the same 
amount, you know, here, mm -hmm. but it, it's Sol Ace, which is about a third, but you know, same buying power as dollars. So $380 like right away. Then they did a, a $2,000 one about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And they're also discussing doing a third one when things actually reopen. Cause they, you know, people are going to be able to get back to work within a month but they want to do like a they're, they're debating doing like a stimulus thing because they want when people to go back to work they want them to have bus fare gas money you mm -hmm. know lunch money and they want people to go buy some clothes yeah <laughs> to get those businesses going again yeah. you know so now you're thinking of coming back to the u.s in november is that going to be possible are you going to be able to allow peru leave peru so far i'm thinking most likely it's going to happen Okay. Now, as a U.S. citizen, are you allowed to leave? Even though you live in residence in Peru, are you going to be one of those, you know, cases where you can, where you're allowed to go back to the U.S.? I'm allowed. Uh, I'm allowed to go back to the U.S. right now if I if I had a way to get there. But oh, there, are the there airports are closed in Peru, so oh, I I can't leave. You know. So the the airports are all no one in, no one out, and the airports are all closed. Okay, I get it. Yeah, no international flights. They're they're doing you know some domestic commercial stuff, but that's it. So could you would you have to do a short hop to like Venezuela to fly to America or to Brazil to São Paulo or? Somewhere? No, I uh, most there's probably probably like an eighty percent chance I'll just be able to go like normal, just go to Lima and fly home in November. Okay, so they'll 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 start it up again. Yeah, um, they're they're talking about it, but it doesn't seem to be getting much traction. But they're waiting on the U.S. to see what happens. So they're not going to, you know, they're just like, if everything keeps getting bad, but it's not really getting very bad. I don't even but know, actually. Like, I don't actually even know. I'm, I'm such an idiot. Like, are we allowing people in? Can people fly into the U.S.? I can. Yeah. My neighbor it, can. I'm oh. a citizen. My wife can because, you know, we're married. My family can. But U.S. citizens. Uh, Only. Um, I believe if you have like a, a legitimate uh, residency visa. And their families are allowed in. Okay. All right. Well, that's I'll... my understanding. And then there's like some exemptions, like UK is allowed, stuff like that. Okay. Well, as we uh, sort of wind down here, is that is there any any stories that are very Peruvian or very you know of things that have happened that we may not have seen in our news here because it's so uh, you know US centric? Is there anything interesting or crazy that's happened during this COVID period? You know, not really. Mm -hmm. um, I I keep seeing some some like random weird things, but like nothing, nothing very serious. Uh, I honestly can't think of anything of, of importance that, okay. that's happened in the past month. Cool. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and giving us an update of how it's going in South America. Um, and, uh, you know, stay safe down there and, and, and thanks again. Yep. See you in a few months.